And we're rolling audio and video over here on my end, Clay. Sync clap. Everybody's rolling on audio and not afraid to say it, James. Good morning, guys. It is another beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's looking like it is, how hot out is it here? 88 degrees in Fahrenheit. Uh, sunny. No chances of rain here, man. It's the desert. Figure it out. Not a single California, chance of James, rain. To you in California, James. How is the weather in California, James? Hey, Clay. Uh, over here in California, the weather hey, is... James. Hey, Clay. Over here in California, Los Angeles, the weather is a very Good nice... You? Par or, sorry. Yeah, yeah, good. Uh, over here in Los Angeles, the weather is 65 degrees Fahrenheit, partly cloudy. We've got a high of 77 and a low of 62. That's a 62. bit chilly, isn't it? And in California. Yeah, some might say that's a bit chilly, Clay, but I like to say that it's a bit perfect. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, totally. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, waiting, 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 and then bursting out in Dude. laughter. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm skunk, by the way. I'm skunk, by the way. Dude, we should just watch every single one of his videos. Honestly? Yeah. No, though, but not right now, but yeah. I mean, like, just um, you and me, like, IRL, like, off stream, off the record. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Guys, we were um, thinking of doing the pod off the record this week and kind of just doing it um, IRL between the two of us. Just, I guess you could say just having a conversation. Just making it, <laughs> just making it intimate for us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know what was a really interesting um, listen, actually? Guys, this is going to be a little segment called Interesting Watches of the Week. <laughs> and, I, um, and we're talking about wristwatches. Yeah, this one's actually a flyby wire wristwatch. Mm. Um, it's really cool. You wear it up top so you can just look down. You don't have to raise your wrist, stupid. Raise your wrist. Um, interesting watch. Listen of the week. I found super interesting to watch this week was <laughs> um, <coughs> a podcast, Tiger Belly podcast, with Ethan Klein on it from H3, H3 Productions, shouts out my UK fam. Uh, they say H. That one's weird. But, a little context. A little context. Yeah, a little um, context. Ethan, <coughs> obviously, he's been on YouTube forever. Um, so he's a big fan of Bobby Lee, obviously. Obviously. Everyone is. And Bobby Lee is in the real world of entertainment and not just YouTube. So Ethan is obviously inside um, he keeps his composure, but he's a huge fucking dynamite fan of Bobby Lee, as everyone is, right? Right. Big fanboy. Big fanboy to an embarrassing extent. He holds it in. I can tell, though. Everyone can. <coughs> it's so sweet. it's a good thing that he holds it in. Like, you, you have a sense of respect? Yeah, he, he, 100%. Yeah, he doesn't act like a fanboy too much. But you can but, tell, um, like, he's, he's shivering. He's literally, like, trying to, like, be Bobby's genuine friend. <laughs> and Bobby's, like... At, like He's, like, over-caring for Bobby, and Bobby's very, like, what the fuck, man? But um, it's a really good watch. You should go watch it because they've been on each other's podcasts a couple times, but there was this whole event where Bobby had this disgusting, <laughs> this terrible, disgusting um, mole on his neck, but it was gigantic, and it looked just vigilantly cancerous. Mm. Um, and uh, when he went on H3, uh, uh, fucking Ethan said to him, like, a thousand times, like, Bro, and they're not that close at this point. They barely know each other. Bro, get that like, checked out. That's probably melanoma. Bro, get, you need to get that checked out, dude. That's, pro that's probably cancer. Mm. Like, and then after the pod, he texted him and said, like, hey, man, I showed it to... And Bobby's like, what the fuck, man? Just like, it should have ended at you saying you should get that checked out. And I said, okay, I will. And it should have ended there. Wait, so Ethan he, like, had them all or kept, Bobby had them all? E Ethan kept Who on had them and on all? and on. Bobby did. Okay. But, like, they didn't know. They weren't close. So it mm -hmm. was, like, almost a weird kind of, like how much you're caring for me. It was this weird thing, but it came, you could tell it came from because Ethan fucking is in love with Bobby. You know is that just your really, perspective on it? Or is that like, no, he's such a fan and, and he, it's pretty much everyone's perspective, okay. you know? 
<coughs> but that's why you should go watch. It's really funny. Ended up <clears throat> with fucking uh, not the this podcast. This podcast was the result. They kind of made. They they got to handle everything and confront each other about it. That's which is really so funny. funny. Because Ethan, dude, Ethan, fucking one of the workers, AB, who fought at the Creator Clash. He works for Ethan. AB mm-hmm. was like, he's. I guess. Wait, he's is that the guy who fought Brett? Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, exactly. So AB, our friend Brett, guys. So we're connected to the story. Right, um, we're directly involved. Directly we should involved insert ourselves into it, dude. <laughs> dude, hey. I just wanted to chime in and say what everybody else is thinking uh, about. Thinking I'm probably thinking, thinking too. Thinking the same same thing, guys. So you should thinking watch. the same thing, guys. So fucking, um, I guess Ethan, like afterwards, like after already kind of creeping him out with how how like pushy and like. He, they don't really know each other. It'd be like you going on a podcast. That's a very funny like, way to annoy It's really funny. Caring yeah, too much. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, caring way, way more than like you should mm-hmm. with barely, barely knowing each other. But it's because he really fucks with Bobby. And um, so afterwards, like, bro, get that checked out, dude. Serious. And he's like, okay. I, and this is again after the podcast and text and Bobby says, okay. And then later he's like, dude, I just sh- showed it to one of the one of my workers on set who uh has a family member who's a doctor and they said it's fucking cancer a hundred percent you you're gonna die you need to go you need to go get that where is it on his neck now it was like right fucking here oh (laughs) fuck yeah and so he this is like the that's close to the nodes dude that's close to the lymph nodes it's that's actually really bad his hoe nodes dude yeah oh no dude um So and Bobby ended up going to the fucking dermatologist and getting it fucking checked out. And the doctor was like, it's just a mole. It's just a mole, dude. You're fine. And he's like, cut it off. <laughs> I want, uh, I want you, it I cut mean, off and I want it sent to a lab. And so he cut it off. Does it biopsy sent on to it? A lab and to biopsy on it. And it's not cancer. <laughs> so, dude, so, so fucking Bobby, like. Oh, dude, he's like, it's not cancer, you fuck face. Like, he texts him. He's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, and so Bobby was, like, scared shitless for yeah. all the days That's up until so he drove funny, three hours dude. to Beverly Hills to go to the fucking It's because there. Ethan showed his uh, co-worker who then showed their family member family who's member a doctor. Who's, or, or a nurse, something like that. You know? Yeah, but not a dermatologist and not mm-hmm. seeing it in person. That's yeah. hilarious, was dude. Like, dude, that's cancer. They said it's cancer 100%. <laughs> well, turns out 100% it's not. So <laughs> That's crazy. So it was 100%. It's just I got confused. On the what it was. Which angle to take with this. Right. But dude. the podcast I want you guys to watch because I just, you would have to watch fucking three, four hours of podcast just to get to the point I got to. But it's, it's worth knowing that context and watching the latest one. On uh, on H three because it's just like he really he was he pissed after yeah uh, he's definitely like internally pissed but he he Bobby expresses himself with like comedy and stuff like that he'll have very serious moments but then he still instantly will add comedy to it even if he's genuinely upset with the person mm-hmm. I've noticed and um, uh, this is all my fucking like just what I've I've perceived and seen <laughs> but um is it's a really interesting like f- it's funny it's a confrontation but it's also like Deep down, Bobby really likes Ethan too. Yeah, and, and you get to see this all unfold, um, and and talk about how it all went down. And everyone was like, "Dude, Ethan, yeah, you're in the wrong. Like, you're in the wrong here." Like, Dude, it, you it's, just it's misdiagnosed this guy with cancer. Yeah, you just put this guy through a roller coaster of emotion. That's exactly what 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 the whole thing is. Yeah, but it's definitely I mean, it's one thing to, to be like after you watch this one, dude. Yeah, watch this full episode for sure, and then go check out uh, the, that like those several episodes to get the context, and then watch the actual yeah. one. Dude, next so week. So you got a I'd whole day ahead have... of you guys of uh, <laughs> of watching podcasts. Buckle in. You got so many podcasts to watch. But next week, you guys and James, um, I'd love to have the band on. That'd be Alex sick. Alex and Trey. That'd be and sick. And we'll do it like at my house, something like that, set up on a couch, get the camera on, get a couple mics, some headphones. So we're probably going to have to just do probably just gonna have to do uh, they're probably not gonna want to hear you but i'll hear you if you just go a little splitter yeah i'll need a three-way splitter though right yeah i feel like you could just amazon prime it i don't know much about that but i'm hoping they exist you know what i mean 
I'll find it right now. Watch this. I'm amazing at research, dude. You know what I mean, dude? I'm sure they exist, right, guys? Guys in the chat? I'm live right now. Um, let's see. Three-way headphone. Easily. Splitter. Seven bucks. Uh, dude, it literally says they don't exist. Uh, well, then what the fuck am I looking at, dude? Because this is starting to freak me out. That's a dildo, dog. Three-way dildo. Oh. Don't douse that dildo. Don't drop that dildo. Don't, don't, don't drop that drop dildo. That dildo. <laughs> don't drop that dildo. Um, guys, welcome back to Beyond the Pine, where all your wildest dreams can come true. I just want to say, if you haven't seen it already, Three Kings is live. It's out on YouTube. No uh, way. On the Good Job Films YouTube channel. Link will be below. Let's fucking go. I'm very dude. excited. Let's it's, go. it's got oh, like over yeah. 4K views already, which is sick. I'm very Money. excited. Um, I'm going to go verify that, guys. One sec. No, sorry. Four reviews. Um, Three Kings. And He's not lying. fucking wrong, dude. I've never lied in my life. This is big. Dude, this is a, a great look for Three Kings, man. Thanks, bro. You like that thumbnail? I mean, none of none of that. You got to make sure that none of this is what you determine is the success of this film, um, because the success of the film is what the film is, not how many people or what the algorithm chose to do with it. You know what I mean? And oh, easily, that, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, fine. No, all right, I, I. All right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, all right, never mind. Um, whatever. And huge news: we just got accepted to our first film festival. Thank you, bro. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. It's a... Uh, the same velocity clap. Bop, bop, bop. Let me uh, pull it up and read you about it. Oh, in fact, I need to respond to this email. James is in a um, film So it's festival. the uh, Latest Visions Halloween Special Film Festival. Um, and it's going to be broadcasted on this TV channel in Belfast. That's awesome, Very dude. cool, yeah. New York. <laughs> Good eye, my Belfast in Y. Belfast, New York, Australian accent. Good eye, my. Good eye, my. Belfast in Y. I'm walking here. I am walking here, man. Streets to Dublin. Very excited, though. Yeah. Um, and then they said that there's a high possibility that a couple other local channels are going to also screen the festival. So it's like going to be a, a, a thing actually broadcasted on these TV stations, which will is Will there sick. be a, a stream link to there watch will be. this channel? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's going to be a stream link for it because obviously we can't access UK TV stations. Did they, did they reference whether it was a syndicated television network, public TV, I think it's uh, like, satellite? I think it's like local TV for sure. Um, sick, though. Just it's, like it's local awesome. Belfast TV, which is sick. I mean, I'm Belfast down for anything, big, bro. It's a big place, so that's, that's yeah, not and especially like a if small it's like, town and fucking bumfuck. Yeah, and like the the film community there knows about the festival and would tune into it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm excited for any festival that's going to take Three Kings because it's just like it's this is my first experience doing film festivals, so I'm down for all of it. You know what I mean? Um, totally. I don't care how big, how small they are like we didn't submit to any like super high profile festivals just because um we they cost so much they or? cost a lot and um you have to pay for the submission fee regardless of if they accept you or not so it's kind of like it's kind of scammy to be honest because it is in a way but also i they, get they, it and you know there's a certain level it, of like know. well there's a certain level of like playing the game and having to operate within the parameters of the how the industry goes. But then at the same time, I agree, yeah. it is a little Keep scammy. You should alive. be able to submit and then, you know, be selected. And that's like crazy and that's huge. Um, but to pay to submit and then not get accepted is just like, all right, well, fuck it then. But you know what? If you think about it like this, the film festival costs X amount of dollars. They probably advertise. It's not just the actual film festival itself that they pay for. There's probably so many expenses that go into it. And if they only got paid by the submissions that got in, they'd make nothing. If you exactly. Everything's a business. Um, they'd make nothing. And also, you, know? uh, you should budget a little uh, pro tip right here for all the filmmakers out there. Uh, you should budget half of your total budget for film festivals. Yeah. 
because that's how you can submit to a bunch of different ones um, right. that cost make a, a lot film of money. within your means and then get that in actual film festivals where yeah. it can be seen by the people who need to see it to advance your career. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's what Otherwise, we're going to do for the next one is just like plan for that budgeting um, yeah. while we're actually coming up with the budget, um, which we didn't do for Three Kings because Three Kings was a huge learning experience and I'm fucking stoked about well, it. You didn't, know, you didn't even know what budget you would actually have. Yeah, we kind of winged it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like for sure. No, I mean, for real, like yeah. you literally didn't know what the budget was until you were like, oh my God, we have a budget. Yeah, like we had this amount of money going into it. You paid yourself 20 Gs and yeah. used 1,000 for the film. Yeah. Didn't pay my crew. Yeah. That's how the shit works. I made bank, though. Dude, I crushed. I fucking... Kings, man. I'm going to live off that for another five years. <laughs> Dude, grand. yeah, man. I fucking sold, sold my stocks and got the fuck out of there, man. God damn, boy. Yeah. But uh, very Didn't excited. Very excited. So everyone, um, you know, obviously I will... Uh, when it gets closer to the date, I'll share about it. I think it's going to be, it's going to be around Halloween time. Um, so yeah, which is sick. You know, what's an interesting thing that I just thought about it's a little random, but it still has to do with creating something, hmm. something big, like a film, for example, it's a perfect example. Um, but it can be used this, this method that I was just thinking about could be totally used in everything that has more than one, one thing to do for mm -hmm. a larger thing. I was thinking about like going into scenes and stuff like that. And I was thinking about shooting videos and I was thinking about writing and um, specifically more so shooting things like sketches or films and things like that. And I was like, dude, sometimes when you have this big thing and, and you go into it, it's, and it takes a lot, a lot of work, feels like a lot of work and you're doing it, especially if you don't have enough hands and you're, you're going to shoot a scene or something like that. And you kind of got to just get it done. I was like, dude, you need to be able to like put yourself in a mindset to, to make something where you're like this now, this one scene right here, this, this next shot, this has to look, uh, be lit and be acted. Like this is the only thing we have to do today. Every time, every time you do it, because then you're not making any compromises. You're not rushing. You're not, um, you know what I mean? Then it'll like, just like, you know how, when you look at the idea of your film in general, you're like, I want this fucking film to be fucking incredible. Yeah. Or this video, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about when it comes to videos and stuff like that. And then, like, you get there and you're, like, kind of, it's so much. You're, like, I also just got to get this done now. Mm -hmm. Like, we got to move on. I got to get this done. And I was, like, dude, to be able to hold on to that big picture look and be, like, literally this shot, this dialogue, like, this has to be the best it could possibly be for real. Mm -hmm. Like, every single time, like, and only focus on that and shut everything else out and just fucking make this. When it comes to writing, I was just thinking about that. Like, as you're saying, I was like, man, I, I definitely have felt that many times filming things. No, that's very like, true. Still doing, you're doing your best, but you're letting the, uh, this also has to just get done. Mm -hmm. Like, this has got to get done. So like, great job. This is good. But it's like, no, this needs to be incredible. Yeah. You know? I mean, this just like <laughs> you want the whole film. When, when you're planning the film, you're like, oh, this film's going to be incredible. You're like, well, take that same energy to every fucking shot. So that it's the best. Yeah. And it's, <clears throat> I think that there is a, a lot of factors that go into that and there's a balance totally. in that. And that's why like you have a, an assistant director cause their job is making sure that things are done on time and you have time to do everything. Whereas the yeah. director's focusing on getting the best shot, getting the best performance, right. That's going to like match the vision and have that consistency. But then even on like a, from a pre-production standpoint, um, giving yourself enough time to plan for that. And cause look, it's like, if you have money, you can do a lot. And if you don't have money, then you need the time. And you need power time. You need the power stone so you can decimate yeah. Xandar. So you need the infinity gauntlet. And if you had the infinity gauntlet, you could just fucking snap your fingers and there's your yeah. movie's done. Dude, well, that's what that Thanos does. He makes a student film. Boom. Film done. <laughs> Dude, but do, did you resonate with that at all? Did I explain it right? Because like, no, I that very strongly about that. That absolutely makes perfect sense, and I agree. There, but it's a balance of yeah, yeah, of yeah. being like, what's even possible? I want to create this thing, and I have this v very specific vision in my head, and I don't have many resources or people to help. Um, yeah. you know, let yeah. me so. But, 
but at the same time, you should try to like also manage your expectations in a situation like that. Like you're not going to get a fucking crane jib shot going like, you know what I mean? Like don't plan for that in your idea. If right. you don't have anyone to help you and you don't have any resources, don't plan for a fucking uh, crane shot. You know what I mean? Like it's just the seven P's bro. Proper planning prevents poor performance, period. Love that. You just make that up? No. Nice. My mom told me that when I was a little kid. Or like I always uh, remind, uh, remember, poop. People order our patties. Poop. SpongeBob. Yeah. So funny. I love that. The employee training video. I can't (laughs) believe we, we met him. Dude, oh my God. Kenny. Tom Kenny. Tom he was Kenny. so nice. The most sweet angel. That was uh, RTX 2018, I think, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah dude, he was there because he had uh, just worked on um, an animated show. Three Kings. He had just worked on Three Kings with me. Um, he actually played me in it. Um, yeah. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is <a> demon. <laughs> Dude, that was incredible. He was just so nice and he like yeah. genuinely took the time to like be there with us and like talking to us and stuff and like yeah. Well, he knew. He knew it was all for us. Yeah. Hey, this this whole thing, it's all for us. But even joking he aside though, <laughs> it was all for us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but joking aside, him being there and like engaging with us for like that hour knew that that was for us that in, in interaction and like mm-hmm. the fact that he like you know put himself into it and like allowed it to happen and was there engaging like that's a very sweet thing that's a very um caring thing to do like with people mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. whether they're peers or like fans and shit we're peers but like you know what i mean peers of course um, peers to do that, it's very special. And like, obviously, dude, Tom Kenny, like, such a massive part of everyone's childhood, everyone around our age, like, yeah. SpongeBob. That was like, literally like, one of the first cathartic moments I think I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Or at least that I can remember. What's That's cathartic mean? Uh, very like, you're about your life, think it like, just... You're really, really present in thinking about your life and and uh, understanding yourself. I don't know. It's hard to put it into words, but I think that's what I, that's how I use it. No, I use it the same way. Let's actually look up the definition because I said that in yeah. a joking way, but then also yeah. I was like, I, I took it as a challenge to like, okay, I, I I know I have a very specific context I use it in. It's hard to put into words, but I'm going to explain it. Yeah. Let's see. Providing I'll, I'll, I'll psychological relief through the open expression of strong emotions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And everything that I just said it, uh, does that. Oh, like thinking about those things, thinking about yourself and your life and, you know, in a very deep way provides, I guess, I guess I don't... An emotional release. Yeah, something that... Yeah. Well, it says relief. So as in almost like quelling some sort of pain, but I use it, uh, I, well, I've been using it as also like a positive thing. I probably use it in that context, but also like a, if I'm feeling amazing not that i needed to or there's any anything that needs to uh to to be you know a relief of some sort it's more like a a beautiful additional feeling of like like a moment of realization or epiphany or but like mixed with uh uh yeah i think a relief like an emotional relief is really yeah obviously it's the definition and that's what it is because that can be applied to so many different things and different situations and shit. Like with that, where you're like, Oh, it does say emotional release. Never mind. We've been using it right forever. Yeah. Copy that. Copy that guys. Moving on. Uh, we got the shot on, guys, dude, I fucking, what was I just going to say? Oh, okay. We have some callers. Wait, no, I'll save it because I never talked about Steve and I's journey when he was here. All the little fun things we went and did. Do you want to? After. Will you remember? After the call. Because we've got them on the or, line. I know. I don't want to keep them waiting. That's incredibly interesting. So interesting. But hang on real quick because I want to give a huge, huge shout out and thank you to our sponsor, HelloFresh. 
With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Savor every last second of summer with HelloFresh. HelloFresh delivers fresh quality produce from the farm to your door in less than a week, allowing you to enjoy the delicious flavors of the season right from home. Are you heading out for one last vacation for the summer? Update your delivery address and enjoy HelloFresh at your vacation destination with just a click. Plans are flexible, so they work with your changing schedule. Guys, you know we love HelloFresh here at Beyond the Pine, and I've talked about it before, but I'm going to talk about it again. One of my favorite recipes that they offer is the Creamy Dreamy Mushroom Pasta. It's just a, a delicious, rich, and flavorful mushroom sauce with cavatappi pasta, and it's so dang good. I would eat it every day, and that's not a lie. So right now, everyone, you can go to HelloFresh.com slash Pine16 and use code Pine16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. Once again, that's HelloFresh.com slash Pine16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. Make sure you use code Pine16. Thank you so much, HelloFresh, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Now back to the show. Call All right, everybody. Quiet on set. Chill out, chill Copy. Out. I can't see. Can somebody, can somebody get this man off the set? Just wait. Jeez. Okay. Rolling on rehearsal. All right. Focus. Hello. All right. Cool. What's up, boys? So you might remember me from questions such as this, Mr. Flip Boy. I'm okay. Yeah. Still been doing it 618 days, something like that. Anyway, go, I had a serious question. I am looking at a better storage solution right now. I'm rocking like SSDs external hard drives, just, it's not good, it's all over the place. So I'm looking at getting network attached storage, NAS, you might have heard of these. I'm curious yeah, if you guys can. use them or what your storage solutions are. I'm also curious about your past storage solutions and whether or not you still have like the original media from the first Sugar Pine 7 videos oh, or God, something yeah. of your own. What's like the oldest thing you got? I, I'm super curious and I'm sure a lot of us are also on, into the production side, fans of SP7 of course, and they'd be curious to know. Um, so yeah, keep it, keep it chill, uh, uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Dude, we did use NAS. We did use a NAS when we were in the Rooster Teeth office. Um, that has Barely since been enough. destroyed though. It was actually launched into the, into space and it, it, it was launched into space so that one day an, another advanced civilization may encounter it. And then and also, then we'll be huge and then we're going to blow dude. the fuck up on Kepler six, seven B dude. Massive in Mars. Dude, imagine. You know what I'm going to fucking do, bro? Go to space. I'm going to, I'm going to download all of our videos and re-upload them on a different channel and see if it hits a new audience that could change our lives. We're in a world where that's what people do all the time. Yeah, Take it'll be um, SugarPine 7-2. Yep. Got to write that down. Got to um, write that yes, down. But yes, we did. We did. Yeah, use we used it in as. I would say um, if, you're, if it's just for personal use, you don't have to use a NAS. That's more so for like a, a larger kind of production company where there's a, a large amount of files being shared constantly like on a daily basis and, and with with a lot of different people yeah. who can all access it right it would um i would say it does have a fuck ton of storage though like they can be like oh yeah i think ours was 50 like 50 terabytes i think ours was like 10 or something 10, ten terabytes, um yeah. 10 gigs 10 gigs i think it was just huge <laughs> one video oh fuck okay we have to delete this after <laughs> but dude setting that thing up and getting people in there that was my job <laughs> it took him a year it was a fucking it was a fucking bitch dude and then like People would forget their passwords, and I'd be like, "Well, I don't know your password." I don't know your password, and man. That's kind of like a one-time thing. Like yeah, you set a really password, was. and then you can get in. And if you forget your password, you can't get in anymore, it's man. Just, I don't know what to say. Done. But I remember setting that thing up, and it was extremely complicated. Um, and I figured it out, but <laughs> it was kind of it was really weird. Like I can build computers, and I'm really tech savvy like that. I've fixed Macs, and I'm not even a Mac guy. 
Um, but this that Naz dude, that was fucking rocket science, bro. But it's it's cool. It is good. If you're you could also be saying, all right, guys, I don't need you to tell me what I need it for. I know what it is. I want. Right. I'm curious if what you thought of your experience. Um, it works. Yeah. Yeah, Once it works, and it was. Up, yeah, for sure. It was definitely like a very good. useful thing. But again, I mean, it depends on what your use is, right? Or like what you're yeah. doing. Um, I would say if like what I personally do is I have um, a few different drives, like external hard drives um, that I use, but I also uh, use Google Drive. I have like one terabyte in Google Drive that I use for like my network sharing shit and all that. Yeah, that shit's dope, um, honestly, now. That's, Dropbox is everything. Yeah, either one, Dropbox, uh, Google Drive, um, OneDrive uh, on PC I also use. That's pretty much everything we use for, for file sharing. Yeah. And, and also... My, on my own storage too. Like I like to keep some on my physical drive as well. But like the last thing I want to do is bog down my computer and I'm not an external hard drive guy. Never been, never will be. Um, I've got two hard drives. One is an SSD for running my programs, keeping shit fast. And one is a storage. So I do essentially do the, the second hard drive thing. But um, yeah. <laughs> and the second one is external hard drive. I would say, dude, the, the thing is getting one of those depending on how much that costs, you should look for similar storage in cloud storage because then you can access it no matter where you are. Mm -hmm. If you are using your um, um, a NAS, you got to be home. You have to be within a certain radius of mm -hmm. the Wi-Fi that it, is, uh, you know what I mean, does or whatever. I forget if it connects to the Wi-Fi that at your house or if it sends out its own Wi-Fi signal that you connect to. I think it connects to your Wi-Fi, but you don't want to be yeah. locked to that. Mm -hmm. um, and same with even externals and stuff like that. You need those specifically for editing and things like that. But, oh, you can't work off the cloud, though. He wants to work off this thing. N the NAS is good for you. Get the NAS. Um, yeah, or just like a, a G drive, like a big, a big, like, fucking 10 terabyte G drive that'll probably be like a thousand bucks. But then... But, he can't it'd be sick for the nas because then he could access it with his phone and he could upload things from his phone to the nas as well i think the nas is actually his best option hmm. try it out james is like i'm gonna get a nas <laughs> yeah if you if you need Dude, to I'm access like, it i think the nas laptops. is my best option <laughs> everyone's got fucking laptops and shit everyone's got laptops is, man if you're working on it with tons of footage and you want to be able to access it from wireless devices and you you only need it for your work home and it's not like cloud shit the nas will be great for you actually yeah try it if out let us know NAS, it can you work off the nas i think so i would assume so and i, I don't know what the reading i don't know if is if you should because if you lose network internet or anything yeah. then you're kind of fucked it's like pulling out a we hard never drive. worked off the nas no. it was purely storage yeah it was storage and for uh transferring and sh file people. sharing yeah yeah um yeah that's i would do a little more research on that for sure um, but I mean, like, who the fuck is going to want to work off a of NAS? Like, how, you have a hard drive, too, to work off of. Yeah. Like, you know? So, again, yeah, if, you, if, if you're not working off of it, then get cloud storage, because then you can access that shit everywhere. Um, yeah, the NAS is, like, very... You're, you were, I think you were originally right. It, it's good for, like, a company, for tons and tons of people who need to access the same, you know, I think shit. that you should uh, just get, like... Uh, a big here i'll pull it up right now um oh don't show us pictures of your wiener again dude i won't oh dude my, i feel like this is so dark for some reason today dude right what, here what is this dark um oh this is just an uh an hd hdd um an hdd it's not an ssd um but here 12 terabyte G drive, 400 bucks. I'm going to buy that. <laughs> I'm going to fucking buy that. Wow. Much better. Should I share my screen while I'm buying it so you guys can see my... Can you show me and send me your credit card information and your, send me your bills? Can you send me your credit card information? But dude, I hope that that helped anyways, uh, in is, any way, shape, or form. boring. <laughs> um <laughs> anyways we've got yeah, another got to think about. call here <laughs> they've been waiting on the line forever bro yeah i know come on yeah i know get it going and dude. we have another caller here they are just kidding come on man 
Getting bored, dude. I'm playing games. Don't get bored, man. <laughs> Don't get bored, man. I'm not. Kib, James. Can you hear it? How's it going? Can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear it. And guys, long-time listener, first-time caller, of course. Uh, this is Patrick from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Hey, Kib, the homeland, the great white north. We what love you up be? here. James, of oh. course, we love you too. Um, been a fan of you guys since uh, Steve Suptic was on that uh, Let's Play Family uh, Friday the 13th video. That's such a deep cut, but been a fan of your guys deep for a long cut. time. Love the videos, love the podcast. Um, 260 episodes is coming up. I don't know if you guys are hearing this before that, but I think 260 episodes would technically be the five-year anniversary of this podcast. So wow. huge congrats to you guys. What Keep it up. Fuck? We love what listening to it. I love listening to it every week. Um, I guess my question is for James. Uh, I recently got a new puppy. Her name's Clementine. She's the Aww. sweetest thing on earth. Um, but my question is, James, any uh, tips or tricks for dealing with a puppy? I know that Vinny grew up to be the best boy in the whole wide, whole wide world. So would love to know what, what, sort of, what, what sort of tips you may have. Kib. If you have dog tips, I'd also love to hear those. Um, as we know, you did make that hit song, uh, Suck a Dog's Dick or whatever uh, whatever it was called. Anyways, classic. Um, but yeah, love you guys and uh, keep up the great work. Love you too, buddy. Love That's you Canadian too, my boy. Right there. That's Canadian <laughs> kindness right there. Dude. What a sweet yeah, man. Love you, bud. What a sweet little man. Hey, um, congrats like on the puppy. That's so fucking awesome, man. Puppies, yeah, dude, like, congrats. raising a dog from a puppy is such a special thing because, you know, it's hard for the first, like, year. Three months. And then year. you're training them, and they're growing, and then their personality is shining through. And then you have a, a lifelong partner in this animal. And, like, it's such a special thing. Um, some tips. Like, when we got Vinny... We kind of like... Well, it's not lifelong. It's their lifelong. Yeah, for their life. Yeah. You're their lifelong partner. Yeah. They got you for... Yeah, way to bring it down, five my guy. To seven way years. to bring it down. <laughs> what? They're all going to die. Really soon. <laughs> hate that. Hate that. Um, Lauren and I weren't like ready to get a dog. Um, and then one day she found out she was pregnant. With a dog. With a dog. Um, Dude, yeah, Lauren really gets down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we were, we were like really wanting a golden retriever puppy. And so Lauren was like constantly checking um, like the adoption sites and boom, three golden retriever puppies popped boom. up and they were being fostered at this house because the owner um, of the mother dog had gotten cancer, unfortunately. And so she couldn't afford mm. to do her treatment and also take care of three puppies. So Vinny's mom had a cancer? Vinny's uh, uh, mom's owner, the human. Oh, 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 yeah. oh. Um, dude, thinking about Vinny's mom. Yeah, I know. I was like, that's so sad. But even just dude. like the fact that Vinny has a mom. I'm going to yeah. cry, dude. And a dad, dude. And his dad fucked hard, I bet. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> That's so... <laughs> thinking about Vinny's dad just being a fucking... Just being a guy. Dog, dude. <laughs> just being a total boy. Just like coming and fucking off. Just tearing it up, you know? <laughs> um, uh, dude, he has the same voice as Vinny. Oh, it's one of that ass up, dad. Uh... <laughs> They're not Vinny nutted. was a butt baby. Vinny's dad did anal. And that's how Vinny... Vinny's and then mom Vinny's mom laid an egg and it was Vinny. It's so gross. I'm sorry, everybody. I take it back. No, you don't. You can't take anything back. So oh, it was really funny. One man. day, funny. Lauren texts me and she's like, I found a puppy. And I was like, oh my God. Let's do it. Fuck it. Let's do it. Dude, it was Bin Laden. It was Marty Bin Laden. Dude, that dog... Uh, died via parasites. Dude, you, you know that dog literally was the cause of COVID, first of all. And second of all, immediately put in a kill shelter. Uh-huh. And fast-tracked. <laughs> yeah. Expedited. Yeah. Um, hey, can I expedite this dog's death? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. This is so fucking morbid. That dog was so sweet, and we did not bring it to a kill shelter. And God, I hope it had a beautiful life. 
Yeah, there's no way of knowing. Um, but there's no way of knowing. <laughs> so anyways, dog, we found puppies available. We went and fucking met them. There were two left of the three when we got there. So one had already been adopted. Um, the, the good one got picked. Foster parent watched or put one in my arms and then one in Lauren's arms. The one in my arms oh. was turned out to be Vinny. Just such a sweet oh. little pup. The other one was like a little bit too Vin- fucking anxious and like hyper and, it was just and shit. pissing all over Lauren. Mm-hmm. And we let it happen. Um, yeah. She went, oh no. Oh no. This one doesn't work. <laughs> so, oh, we're fucking morbid today, guys. Whatever, man. Enjoy, it's the morning. It, so yeah, it's we went home with Vinny that <laughs> night. And like, you kind of just learn as you go. Um, be patient and put in the work. It's going to take a lot of work, especially the first like six months when they're, yeah, you know, teething and they're losing their baby teeth and their new teeth are coming in. So they're biting and everything. Life does change quite a bit. Yeah. You know, you really have to like be way more mindful of like, I need to make sure that I'm home to walk them and all, and all this time. stuff yeah. all the fucking time when they're a puppy, you have to walk them, feed them the right amount. You find the right food for them. Um, you know, get them their shots and everything. Um, it, yeah, it's a whole like thing, but shot. just be patient and be, be, uh, responsible about it. Because like I said, yeah. once you get through that tough, like first year and by tough, I mean like you're learning these new responsibilities that are going to just become part of your life. But it's also, yeah, and you, it's you have a puppy, you know what I mean? You know, like you, yeah. you can love and play with this puppy. That's, that's such a it's sweet so little sweet. creature. Um, and it, when it's sleeping on your chest, oh, oh my god, you're gonna dude. love it. And like, I want a dog so bad, dude. Yeah, what kind do you want to get? Can't. Honestly, I found this small breed. I mean, I know nothing about it, but it literally looks like it's a really strange name. But it looks like because uh, at this apartment complex, they have to be under 15 or 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, it'll be about 30, but no one will know the difference. <laughs> um, and it is. I forget what it's called, but it kind of looks like a medium, like a small dog, but it looks like a big dog. And it, oh, oh, it's a Swedish Valhund dog breed. So it kind of looks like, I'm going to show you guys. It kind of looks like a Corgi mixed with a Husky. Wow. Can't see it. Turn the brightness down. Let me turn the brightness down. Very cute. Turn it down even more. So it's not teeny tiny. It's like Corgi sized, maybe Mm -hmm. a little bigger than a Corgi. But small but it kind legs. Of looks like, um, yeah, short, short little legs. It's like it looks like a fucking corgi, but its colors are all and its fur like a husky. I'm so sorry about the burps. That looks very cute. Oh, I did it as well. You should yeah, get you know it. I mean, I could, I I could, but the problem is, if you don't like it, take it back. Tour. Mm. Well, Trips to LA. I mean, for writing. Shit. All of those. I things. mean, you find people to watch it. Yeah. That's what we do when we're out of town. I know, but it costs so much money. Not if it's a friend. <sighs> That's true. It does cost a lot of money to have a dog, though. And I wouldn't recommend you getting a dog right now. No, it's not. Because it's you've been in a dark At place least a financially. Year from now. Yeah. And you guys should kind of subscribe to my Twitch. It's in the link in the description. No, it's not. I, I literally just need like a thousand subs and I'll be fine. How many subs Can you do you guys have? do that? Literally nothing right now. But I love streaming. I have like... 120. Nice. Yeah. I used to maintain three to 500, which was amazing because that like almost paid my rent. And uh, I just have been so busy with the band stuff. But you make do. Starving artist, dude. I'd rather be a starving artist than a fucking miserable prick. Yep. You know? And it's one or the other. Exactly. Dude, we have another caller. So I hope that helps. Put them on, guys. Um, I would say, oh, here's a huge tip that not many people know. The one of the number one uh, food allergens in a dog is chicken. Chicken. A lot of people don't know that until you yeah. have a puppy and you're like, "Why is this dog constantly having diarrhea?" Oh, it's because yeah. it's allergic to chicken. But I thought that's and there's wild. There's chicken in so, so many of, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. dog foods. I would even recommend even if there's chicken byproduct mm-hmm. and stuff. Like I would recommend like uh, a more obscure like meat, like lamb or bison. Um, venison, perfect, yeah. ones like that, not like just beef or fucking chicken. Um, yeah. 
like we give we've given Vinny lamb and brown rice for fucking ever. Um, he's healthy as an ox. Oh, he's so healthy, and he's got a beautiful and soft coat. His coat is so yeah. healthy, dude. Yeah. All right, we've got another caller here. Hang on, everybody. Caller. Hey, James. Hey, Kib. Hope you're doing well. Um, my name's Henry. I'm from the UK. What's up, Henry? Um, I just want to say I love everything you guys do. I think it's so cool. I love the podcasts. Love your music. Love everything. So excited for Three Kings. It's going to be so sick. Um, and yeah, I've just been listening to your podcast so much recently. I work in a warehouse, so all I'm doing is listening on Spotify. And, you know, when I get home, I'll just watch them. So thank you for kind of providing that kind of comfort and routine for me. Um, I just wanted to ask a few questions. I just wanted to ask Kib. Um, and obviously, you know, you're a very talented musician and I'm studying music and I love making music. Um, but I have, I suffer with kind of extreme social anxiety mm-hmm. and I really hate performing. Um, and I was wondering, have you got any sort of, uh, sort of advice for me in, in how to kind of progress in making connections with this kind of um you know thing that's holding me back which is really annoying um and for you know this is sort of for both of you um I, I loved the times when you guys were watching you know watching your old videos um you, sh- you should definitely watch the uh the the woods uh parody that you guys did i think that's so funny um yeah, yeah, so yeah, down yeah, yeah definitely and also james um I was watching an old podcast recently, I think it was just you and Autumn, and you were talking about making more like um, indie sort of, um, you know, surf rock sort of stuff. And I was wondering, are you still doing that? I know you're a very busy guy. Um, But yeah, I'd love to know. And you, you were talking about, you and Autumn were talking about, you know, making music together. You know, is that still a thing that could happen? Um, so yeah, I hope you guys all the best and, uh, take care. Take care, my dude. Thank you so much for calling in, bro. Um, thank you, dude. Yeah. You want to answer the, the performance one about make So your, your question uh, from what I interpreted at the end was that you were wondering how to like make more connections, but you struggle with social anxiety. So it's, and also like struggling in that sense, overcoming that too, for like performance and stuff. Yeah, I thought that's where I was going too. I didn't know if he, that's where he was going with it too. But um, for meeting people, dude, 90% of all of the you know people I've met in the music industry have not been from big social situations. It's been, um, you know, you, you, you meet someone who's a, a fellow musician and they happen to have a friend and you work. So like you meet someone uh, to write. The, the best way for you could be to reach out to someone to like, hey, I, I love what you're doing. And they're a similar size, maybe a little bit bigger, whatever, or just someone that you fuck with and reach out to them and, and work together. And it could be a remote thing. You could then hop on Discord and write together um, or in person. And then you build that relationship and then they, they introduce you to someone else and vice versa. And, and networks kind of grow like that. Like I've never made any connection that um, has ever been become something of a fr- someone of a friend or a, a, any kind of work colleague from any kind of social situation ever in my entire life. Literally never, not in YouTube, not in music, not in anything. That's just never the case. Um, so yeah, it's about making one connection. You know what I mean? It's about, it's about that. And if you're a musician, it's very easy to, you know, if you produce music, reach out to another artist and be like, hey, we should write together. And then they'll probably be like, they, if they fuck with your stuff, they'll be like, yeah, let's do it. Like anytime someone's reached out to me, been like, hey, we should write together. Or I've reached out to someone and be like, hey, we should write together. If they fuck with the music, um, then they're like, yeah, let's do it. Um, so that's how how you 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 can meet connections in the music industry. And then, um, as far as performing, it's um, I haven't done a ton of it. Like I've done, I was in a band in high school, and so I played maybe like thirty shows in high school, different pubs, in one little festival. And then we did some Sugar Pine Seven shows where I was like singing by myself. Um, and what worked for me for those was practicing to the point where. I was not nervous in the slightest because I knew the songs inside and out. There's no fucking blip in knowing uh, any of the lyrics or anything like that. It's 
practice, 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 practice to the point where it's fucking insane how well you know it. Then you can go out there and you're just doing it, you know, and, and it's, it's a lot easier. It's always going to be nerve wracking. I'm sure, you know, I still have a lot of that to deal with myself. I'm, I'm nervous for, um, a show that I have that I can't announce yet because they're going to announce it. But, um, I did mention something on the podcast and, uh, it's uh, let's just say we're gonna be not oh, not even the opening band, but direct support for a band, a band, in a couple months, a month and a half ish. Yeah, no big deal. So, anyways, yeah, it's um, it's definitely like doing it. Like, uh, I'm I'm gonna be nervous. I'm sure. Uh, I just know that the thing I can control is um, uh, the show and making sure I'm so incredibly prepared that I'm excited for it and don't feel nervous about fucking up or anything like that. And then it's just <laughs> doing it, doing it a million times until. It's the least nervous it could be. It's a, it should be a little bit nervous. If you're not nervous, then you don't care enough, you mm-hmm. know? Like, right now, you know, until you're fucking the biggest star in the world, and then it, then you're not nervous because it's easy when everyone loves you, and the Sugar Pine 7 shows were easy because I, I practiced beyond belief, and everyone there was going to love it no matter how it went. Mm-hmm. So it was very easy to do it in that regard. Yeah, and yeah. to your point on, like, you know, the repetition of it, like, the more you... Excuse me, I'm a little burpy this morning. You are a little burpy this morning, my guy. The more you put yourself out there and um, do it and perform more, the more confident that you'll become because you'll be able to see like, oh, the the more I'm doing it, the more it's not affecting me the same amount, like the the social anxiety. And the more that I'm just like comfortable doing it. And so I think that's the best way to like, you know, fight any sort of anxiety is through action and totally. fighting through that anxiety because it's truly just a matter of time before you, you notice that like, Oh, it's not affecting me the same way as it used to. And that's just because I put in the work and it's a hundred percent possible. And we fucking believe in you, dude. And you know what? Dill told me something that really resonated with me because when I found out about this gig that's coming up that I will officially announce when I'm allowed to announce it, um, I was like super amped and excited, but also like felt anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like a combination. I knew I was feeling good, but I was also like feeling anxious about it. Um, and I was telling her I was feeling, and she's like, you know, the thing is like, and I don't know if she just meant me or if she meant like everyone, but she said, your body doesn't know the difference between um, feeling nervous and anxious and excited because it's all the same feeling. It's all it's just how you like, like adrenaline perceive and, it. and Exactly. So it's about recognizing mentally that like, this is excitement. This is just excitement and the excitement can feel like anxiousness. Mm-hmm. If you're mentally nervous for something, that excitement can feel similar to it. Yeah. So uh, like changing your perspective from being anxious or, or nervous about it to being excited about it and, yeah. and having more of like the, the positive version of that, like buzzing instead of yeah. the negative version of it. Yeah, exactly. So that's just like a little trick, like, because when she said that, I I like took a breath and I was like, oh, yeah, all I am is excited. Do I not want to do this? Yeah. Do I not think I can do this? No, I I think I can do it. I think I can do a great job. Because for me, I'm nervous about being nervous. Mm -hmm. Because you don't want that to like interfere with your performance. Because if it is like I've done shit where like I get super shaky and I have to just fight through it and only I notice it for the most part. But yeah, I'm nervous about being nervous because if I if I feel if my body's my body reacts to being nervous, like mentally I could be like, I'm chill, I got this, but then my whole body can get like shaky and shit like that. And that's how my body is acts nervous, even if my men, I'm mentally not nervous. But um that's what I'm nervous about before. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to be anxious and nervous for this when I go on stage because then I'm gonna be shaky and that's gonna affect my performance and my confidence. And if I'm overthinking how I look and stuff like that and how I'm moving and um, and then will I forget lyrics and stuff like that? So the, the planning and recognizing that like, no, you're just feeling really excited because you can do this. You're nervous about being nervous. Then realize that that's, that's, that can't be You're yeah. nervous. It's like the intrusive you know, it's like, thoughts. Totally. Mm-hmm. So it's about really honing in and like fucking zenning yourself out and being like, I'm only excited for this and affirmations and be like, I know I can do this. I'm going to practice my ass off so that I'm going to fucking crush this. I can, I can crush this. I just Hell need yeah. to do it you know i'm so excited for your show dude i can't wait um can't wait thank you so much for calling in my dude 
Thanks, Henry. We're loving that. And then I think love maybe you, we watch the Pond trailer and then we call it quits. Dude, I would love that. We'll watch the Pond trailer and then we'll send off, guys. Here's a knife. Wow, very cool, everyone. But today's episode is sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. We all love online shopping. It's one of the best things to do online. Um, I'm constantly online shopping, you know, just browsing. Sometimes I'm buying, sometimes I'm not. <laughs> but one thing I know for sure is that when I get to check out the little area for your promo code, m- more times than not, I realize, man, it'd be really nice to have a coupon code and I don't. Why don't I have a coupon code? Oh, wait a minute. I've got Honey right here on my browser. Let me see if there's any codes. And then it checks everything all across the internet, checks all the promo codes, and it'll apply the best one right to your cart. And thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. So imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites, right? When you check out, the Honey button will appear, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop, baby. See this lovely tapestry behind me? I actually got that from Society6, and I believe it was about 50 bucks, something like that. Um, And I remember specifically seeing the Honey icon show up when I had that in my cart, and I was like, oh, easily, apply coupon. And I think I saved uh, 5 to $8 on it which is lovely. And Honey just doesn't work on a desktop, it works on your iPhone too. You just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. Guys, if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting Beyond the Pine. I would never recommend something that I don't use myself. And Honey is truly one of the easiest and most useful tools you can be using when you're online shopping. So right now, you can get Honey for free at joinhoney.com beyond. That's joinhoney.com beyond. Thank you so much, Honey, for sponsoring the podcast. And let's get back to the show already. <laughs> and we're going to watch the Pawn trailer, everyone. Guys, buckle up. This is a good one. And if you're not watching the podcast, you're going to want to watch this. Yeah. Pretty, 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 pretty proud of this one, guys. What do you think? Monsters? Oops. <laughs> Dude, that's how the trailer goes. What do you think? Monsters? <laughs> what do you think? Monsters? What? Don't look at the camera. Maybe we should ask the townsfolk. <coughs> no. Because we're in a town. No, wait. No, wait. I was going to say something. I don't know. <laughs> the only way to stop the bloodthirsty hey guys, monster. Hey, guys, I am no. Oh. Don't kill me. Don't kill oh. me. Oh. Are we done? Can we? Can I go back inside? I can't, I can't. I can't do this anymore, guys. Man, I was gonna try to return this. Is to become one yourself. Is to become one yourself. James. What? Nothing. Do we get a shot? Do we get a shot? <laughs> Excuse me, officer. Are there any monsters in this lake? I don't know if there's any monsters in here. Tell me right now, bitch. I said good day. <laughs> that's a that's a bust. <laughs> this summer, comes to town. Are we gonna ah. kill it? Look at my fucking hear me? ear. The bug. I said, are we gonna kill it? Come on, dude. <laughs> dude, that was, dude, that was real. There really was a bug. <laughs> Rooster Teeth presents. Demolished. We did it, dude. I knew there was monsters we in We killed a monster in the town. We saved the town. James. We saved the town. We saved the town. We saved the town. We saved the... Don't. 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 <laughs> All right, Gary, tell me about the monster. I won't talk. I don't know about the monster. You don't have anything else to argue. All right, I'll talk about the monster. You'll never get out of here alive. The bad guy is wearing a blue dress. He had green skin and black hair. One black hair and a blue dress. Is there anything more about the monster you want to know? No. I was, wrong, I was wrongly accused. Oh, no. <laughs> dude, dude. Incredible, man. Dude, I love how you were like so excited to say <laughs> I was wrongly accused. And then I 
talked over you, and so you repeat it with just as much Dude, excitement, and then I, fucked I it was up. Wrong. I was wrong. I was clues. And then the fucking zoom and out, that, and, and then you. Saying oh, no. accused was an accident, right? Oh, yeah. Like, that was actually just, like, a slip. Mm-hmm. It was so fucking... So good, Those dude. moments, like, you can't, you can't write shit no, like that. No, you can't. That. And you can, though. <laughs> That's and straight we did. up, like... Imp- and we did. And it was we wrote that. So, anyone... Anyways, guys, uh, we love you so much. Thank you for watching. And we'll see you next week. Link to Three Kings is down in the <sighs> prescription. <laughs> The prescription. <laughs> and also, guys, go listen to my new song, Swayze. Yarp. The link will be in the description as well. Mmm. Mmm. Buckle up, mm. guys, because we're just getting started. Mm. Boom, 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 boom. See you guys next week. Fast forward five years. Because...